Sports snippets here on a Sunday, September 20th, week two NFL. Let's talk a little Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills watching the game today. You can also find me on YouTube. Same title, same channel, Sports Snippets with Dennis Sullivan. Leave me a voicemail, contact me, let's talk about some sports. Let me know what you think in this week two Miami Dolphins loss to the Bills by a score 31-28. I will spend the next few moments discussing my thoughts and recap on this particular game. A game which saw the Dolphins all of a sudden find rhythm with their offense and basically start to look like that team that we saw towards the end of last year that was actually winning football games on route to a pretty productive second half of the 2019 season, but a game that also saw a Miami Dolphin defense allow just a little too much in the air, a little too many big receiving plays, and just uh, giving up the big play a little too frequently as Josh Allen looked like, I don't know, take your pick. I mean, he looked like Johnny Unitas out there, you know, a number of guys that were great in their time. You name the quarterback, and that's what he looked like if it was a great one, Joe Montana. Uh, let's see who else we got. John Elway. Josh Allen is having a great start to the season, though. There's no, there's no really debating that. I mean, I'm certainly not going to, uh, discredit his performance in any way at all, uh, this year. And he's definitely improved. And I'll tell you what, I, I saw a couple of his throws today and, I only really watch the, Do- the Bills, that is, I'm sorry, about twice a year when they play the Dolphins and might check them out a little bit if they're on a nationally televised game, which really hasn't been the case until these last few years. So last year, I think I maybe watched them three times. So I'm in the playoffs and a couple of times against the Dolphins. And I don't re- quite recall the Josh Allen touch passes or putting that much touch on some of the throws as he did today. He would kind of get get some air underneath some of his passes, just kind of lofted in there, but did a nice job timing these these passes and timing with his receiver seemed to be pretty pretty good, especially for week two. And his statistics certainly back up this performance: twenty five out of thirty six, over four hundred yards, four hundred twenty four yards, four touchdowns. And no interceptions, only sacked once. I mean, he was basically flawless out there. And the Bills' receiving core, I think this is a key, guys. I mean, for the Bills, this receiving core is very underrated. Very underrated. Stefan Diggs, eight catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 13 times by Josh Allen. I wonder who his main wide re- wide receiver is, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, John Brown, or who, who his favorite wide receiver is. Well, in this game, it was certainly Stefan Diggs. John Brown, once again, 
comes back to hurt the Dolphins. We've seen this movie before with John Brown having a big game against the Dolphins. 82 yards on four catches and a touchdown. He was also targeted a pretty decent amount, six times. Cole Beasley, what a nice wide receiver to have as your third receiver. He had that big play in the in the fourth quarter with the catch and the run and the um, getting the ball deep into Dolphin territory. He would wind up with 70 yards receiving on five catches. And then it was more by committee with everyone else chipping in. Isaiah McKenzie, two catches, 47 yards. Dawson Knox had a 38-yard reception. Singletary out of the backfield, two catches, 20 yards. Uh, Zach Moss had one catch for seven yards. Gabriel Davis had the outstretched, beautiful touchdown reception in the in the fourth quarter. That was a nice catch he made in the second half in the end zone. That was his only catch for a six-yard touchdown. Got to give him credit for that. And Reggie Gillum had a uh, one catch for one yard. That was a one-yard touchdown reception. The Bills certainly moved the ball. Plenty of big plays. Dolphins defense really is a bit of a concern as we head into week three. Uh, for the Bills rushing the ball, Devin Singletary at 56 yards on 10 carries. Zach Moss, 8 carries, 37 yards. Josh Allen chipped in with 18 yards on the ground on 4 carries. Dolphins, once again, not terrible against the run, but certainly not stopping the run. Well, actually, in week, I take that back, because in week 1, the Dolphins allowed over 200 yards rushing. So, you can call that whatever you want, but I wouldn't say not terrible. Probably somewhere close to that. So you got to stop. I mean, it looks like right now Dolphins are having trouble stopping the run and the pass. Um, but the big thing that stands out are the big plays. We got to cut those down. Dolphin offense was good enough to win. They they play the next four games like that on offense. They're winning at least two of those four. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 30 out of 46, 326 yards. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked three times, but a very, very effective performance by one Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins run the ball for the second straight week. I mean, we didn't do, like, an awesome job running the ball, but we did a really, I thought, effective job, and it's definitely been by committee. Um, if I look at this, I mean, we're spreading it out almost like a New England Patriot uh, type style where everyone gets like six or seven carries and that's it. But Miles Gaskin looked good again. Seven carries, 46 yards. Not bad at all. He's almost at seven yards a carry with that average. Matt Breida chipped in and looked good. Seven carries also, 37 yards. Fitzpatrick would add 12 yards rushing from the quarterback position on three carries. Jordan Howard struggled again uh, as far as, you know, just getting a rhythm. It didn't really have much space at all. Wasn't getting many blocks. Can't really blame it on him. Jordan Howard had four yards rushing and a touchdown on five carries. Jakeem Grant had a carry for two yards. The Dolphin receiving core was led by the one and only, in my humble opinion, rising star in Mike Gusecki with eight catches, 129 yards. Are you kidding me? And a touchdown. Gusecki was targeted 11 times. I like the print. I like the print there. Isaiah Ford, seven catches, 77 yards. 
Isaiah Ford was targeted nine times. Devontae Parker, mm, perhaps not quite 100%. He's been nursing that hamstring. He's, you know, he missed the second half of the week one game. He was still effective in this one with 53 yards receiving on five catches. He did have a two-yard touchdown reception. Was targeted eight times. Miles Gaskin out of the backfield, 36 additional yards receiving. On six catches, Preston Williams had that one catch for 26 yards. Real nice play down the right sideline. That put the ball inside the five-yard line of the Buffalo Bills. He did have the drop on fourth and goal. The play did happen very quickly. It looked like a drop, though. I mean, you can say, well, you know, the the game moves fast, and the hand might have came in from the defender. Did look like a catchable ball for Preston Williams. So, guys, here we go. Now, what is where does this leave us? Okay, well, if you're the Miami Dolphins, I mean, we got to look forward to a week three game in four days. Not much time to think about what went wrong in four days on Thursday night football on the road in Jacksonville to take on the improved one-in-one Minshew-led Jacksonville Jaguars. And I tell you what, we better be ready for that game or else it's going to be 0-3 for the Dolphins to start the 2020 campaign. Um, we have to, and I'll say it again, we got to limit the big plays. Maybe run the ball a little more. I mean, if you look at our average, I mean, between Gaskin and Brita, we're over 80 yards. We're about 83 yards on 14 carries just between those two. That's pretty good production. I mean, you know, you're, you're looking at almost six yards a carry. I mean, that's pretty effective. And perhaps we are using the pass to set up the run, but maybe run a little more. Um, keep the defense off the field. Uh, because the defense right now is certainly the weakness. I mean, you know, you allow 31 points in week two. I mean, yeah, Buffalo's up-and-coming team, but I mean, come on, guys. This isn't like... You know, the 1981 San Diego Chargers or something like that, you know? Or the Kurt Warner St. Louis Rams of the early 2000s. Still a good team, don't get me wrong, but we made them look even a little bit better, I think, than they really are. Um, And that's really where we're at. I mean, you know, with 52 points, you allowed 21 points to, to New England in week one, who was definitely playing conservatively, and were running the ball throughout most of the game. They didn't really throw that much against us. And then Buffalo opens it up, and then the floodgates open, and then we get we look like a defense that needs work. So there we are, guys. I mean, week three officially starts the, well, this is going good. Well, that's a positive sign. Well, this looks good. All that stops if we don't win week three nothing looks good if we don't win week three we gotta win that game you don't want to start off 0-3 so a little drama here with this podcast with those final thoughts guys we can't lose that one's coming up on the 24th we'll be here before you know it so this is dennis sullivan signing off for a post game sunday night dolphins fall 31 28 to the buffalo bills Leave me a voicemail. Leave a comment. Let's see what we got going here. Let's keep this NFL season as interesting as possible. You know why? Because it is interesting. 
There may not be nearly as many fans in the stands, but it looks pretty interesting on my TV. No complaints here. And I will see you. I also recap this game on YouTube. Go ahead and check it out. And I'll see you soon. I'll hear you soon. And we'll uh, discuss some more NFL. Bye for now.